Hello and welcome to the National Trust podcast. In this mini-episode, we'll be meeting writer-in-residence Roselle Anguin and the community involvement officer Carly Mays to hear about how Greenway continues to spark the imagination of writers today. I'm a writer with a particular interest in place and the environment, and this is a perfect place to come, where there are already so many stories. The, the place is saturated with Agatha Christie's stories and centuries of story, really. Rizal, what does it mean to be a writer-in-residence, and how did it come about? It came about because of lit works in Plymouth, literature works and the National Trust jointly wanting to bring somebody here to enable people to reinterpret the house, the history of the house, Agatha Christie's life through their own imaginations. What does it mean to be writer-in-residence? For me, it meant that I needed a new source of inspiration and to be able to focus on my own creativity and I facilitate other people's creativity the rest of the time. And I'm very inspired by that myself. I find that a creative process. So I wanted to be able to find a way to give others, visitors here, new ways in to looking at the world, really. And that was enabled by being writer-in-residence here. So when I was working with various groups, we were focusing on how stories arise. I also ran a lot of poetry workshops, as simple as actually asking people to slow down, to stop, to look, to to get out of their heads for a minute and to experience through the senses, the environment, seeing more deeply, slowing down, to notice the interaction between themselves and their environment, especially somewhere like this where Agatha Christie herself was so inspired. Carly, tell me a little bit about the workshops that you do here. So I think what's important to us at Greenway now is to recognise the place of inspiration that it was for Agatha Christie. And um, we want to share that sense of inspiration with people that visit us as much as possible. We like to invite schools to get involved. We want families to take part in it, as well as people who are sort of more seriously looking at developing their, their writing and things like that. It's about looking at something through a different lens, a different frame. That's what we're trying to invite people to do. This is the the same place. You may have been here before, but we want to look at it differently and to invite people to come and do that and to get inspired once again by somewhere that is unique. So what sort of people come on the courses? Are they they budding murder mystery writers? (laughs) Oh, that's really interesting. And people came for a number of different reasons and there were certainly people who were extra inspired by the fact that this was a writer's home and a a world-renowned writer. So there were people who came to pick up a thread of a story and discover the plot, or the possible plots, and the possible angles of intrigue in the buildings, etc., definitely. I had a lot of people who came because of their interest in the natural world. We had children who were probably very glad to be freed from the classroom and we worked with them in the marquee in the walled garden on a misty autumn morning. And uh, as soon as they went through the... I made a thing of walking through the arch in the walled garden. 
told them once they crossed that, they were in a different kind of reality. And as soon as they crossed through into the walled garden, stories were spilling out of them and metaphors were spilling out of them. Thanks for listening to this week's mini-episode. And that's the end of Series 2 of the National Trust podcast. I do hope you'll join us again for Season 3, due to launch in Spring 2018. To get updates and to automatically download the next episodes, don't forget to subscribe to the National Trust podcast on iTunes, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, from me, James Grasby, goodbye.